How ironic. A creature for whom light is equivalent to power, flexing its might in the pitch-dark halls of Gauntlight. Almost poetic that it uses this light to plunge others into darkness. For Phrasma's rodent, that darkness may be permanent, as it brings forth a chittering, scrabbling death from the first world. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and I have a bunch of people spread out across the U.S. that are taking their index fingers and shoving them into a ring bait by their other hand. Not sure what they're trying to imply. How come you feel a need to turn what we do in the quiet time before the recording actually starts into part of the opening banter? Why can't that just <laughs> be safe? Because it's hilarious. That was, that was just for, great. What, what, was it that That was a though? moment between me and yeah. Micah. <laughs> you were on your fucking phones. I was. Yes, yes. Everybody yeah. was like looking down, playing with their own dicks, thumb up the rest, and me and Micah were like hand signaling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that hand signal, the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. universal signal mm-hmm. for let's mm-hmm. go have some no, no, fun no. later, guy. No, no, no. It, it's yeah. a Michigan thing, right? We do everything with our hands here. Yeah. Uh, it's a geographical so location. Like, I'm yeah. going to meet you here and fuck you. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Except that was like backwards, or is is Discord? Trevor, you're not from Michigan mirror. anymore. Shut up. You no, live in Texas on, now, on. officially. You just did Mirror Universe Windsor, Canada, with your finger there, buddy. What are you talking about? Yeah, man. As far as you know, you're not paying attention hand. half the time. I could have thrown up a double Aquila. You don't know. A double Aquila. Yeah, yes. what Raymond. Is, Raymond, what? are you as lost as I am? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I, yep. I'm just listening at this point. I'm just a, I'm a patron at this point. Okay, so, the, so Raymond, the joke here is that Michigan is shaped like a hand, and we were doing, like, the, uh, the, the sex hand thing with our hands. Right. That, that's, the, uh, that's the bit. That's the, yeah. The, okay, the sex I got hand it. thing. Yeah. That must yeah. kill in wow. Michigan. Sex hand thing. Uh, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> this this joke is, like, already yeah, halfway in the Let grave. Let me write that down something, for my Michigan set. hand job. And looks like Michigan. <laughs> Yes, the Thank hand you, looks Raymond. like Michigan. Michigan does not look like a hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just it's a it's a it's a funny coincidence. You got the ordinal operation proper yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, like we don't get a lot of big comedians up here. So, like, if you came over here and did that joke, you'd knock him dead. Uh, we got that one fuckhead from uh, 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 like. Uh, I mean, you got Steven Seagal. Who else is a bigger joke than that? Oh, we fucker? do have Steven Seagal. That's true. <laughs> oh, That's right. True. Did he ever come home? As far as I know. No, <laughs> but you, you can tell when he's in town, like it's hard to miss. I also feel like, I, I don't know. What are the implications to going to another country that's at war with the country you're allied with and being on yeah. TV as a celebrity? Apparently I none. I, none yeah, at all. I don't really know. Like what happens to you? Like, can you, I guess and, nothing. And can you just be like, oh shit, never mind, I'm out. And you just I think, leave. I, I feel like if you're Steven Seagal, you just be like, that's a deep freight or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, right? just say it was a lie. I don't know. Seriously. So, so you know, it was in a deep, deep cover in a uh, mission on behalf of a certain government agency, which I cannot name, but it was the CIA. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was way there. too lucid. Sorry. <laughs> You're not going to kick him over right here. It was above a whisper, and you didn't say anything about Eastern mysticism at all while you said it. And I, was <laughs> actually, I was actually the first white man in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. That's so Steven Seagal, though. <laughs> oh Is Steven God. Seagal the one that has like a petrified wood collection from Arizona? And he's like, I can own it because I'm uh, 
one eighth percent Native American. I can own it because it resembles my bodily form. <laughs> Steven Seagal is petrified wood. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Micah, thanks for fucking punking me on watching Alien this last weekend, asshole. Right. Uh, I was really looking forward yeah. to talking about Alien today. Yeah. And then I was like, looking forward to watching Alien with my good friend Micah, but... I, I'm sorry I had to spend time with my family. Yeah, you know, my, my younger brother made the very bad decision to be born 22 years ago this weekend. So why yeah. do you keep rewarding him for that? Yeah, right. also, I mean, Angela just like Lansbury just died too, so she uh-huh. wasn't down with it at all. Yeah, I know who that is. What? Who am I? Serious? No, who is it? No, uh, who's that? I fucking know who Angela oh Lansbury God. is. I, I must have hit what? the cutoff for that one, guys. Jesus. Okay, so who she wrote? Jessica what? Flanders and Murder She Wrote. Uh, she was Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast as a reference mm-hmm. that you may be able to recognize. She was the original Mrs. Lovett in uh, the original Broadway production of <laughs> Sarah just screamed, they don't know who Angela Lansbury is. <laughs> she was in Sweeney Todd. She was in uh, Bedknobs Broomsticks. Uh, I'm yeah, trying man. to think of something they might have seen. I know, Let's right? See. Beauty same. and the Beast, oh, that's oh, it. Oh, she was the voice of the mayor in the Grinch for the CGI version that featured Benedict oh, Cumberbatch. Oh, she was. Yeah. She, she was. was. I think that's actually one of the last things that's she did. some <laughs> Zoomer media. No, the last thing she made Nanny was, McPhee. I you think, Nanny McPhee. she was in Nanny McPhee, oh, but she yeah. was I remember also, that weird movie. Yeah, that's super weird. That's an awesome movie. It's not weird. It's amazing. It's, it's super weird. weird. Movie. I like it, but it's super weird. You can like something and it's still weird, Trevor. Like, I don't yeah, understand. exactly. You're like, hey, I like that thing. It's not. No, you're weird. Look at you. Yeah, it's. But you probably like it because it's weird. <laughs> she was also in Mr. Popper's Penguins. You guys might have seen that. That's probably not the height of her career, but I, I get it. But she was in it. I love that movie. That's a great movie. Okay, so like, like she is like in that exact intersection of culture. I have no idea about Disney movies and movies featuring like one adult and a bunch of children. No, like I, yeah. I just, also, I she was like golden them. age of American cinema. Like everybody talks about Betty White as having this massive storied career. Angela Lansbury, exactly the same way. She was just a obviously lot more not because I've never heard of her. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know. Grow your do broccoli with this. hair, buddy. <laughs> Jesus, my hair my is pin We went straight. on a completely different tangent yeah. well, because, because these all of you old people want to feel relevant. You're like that panel. From like the fucking Simpsons where it's like, I used to be hip, but then what was hip became weird and scary. <laughs> okay. If yep. you grew, if you grew up in the eighties, your parents watched murder. She wrote, I mean, that, I, mean, that, I used to watch murder. She wrote with my grandpa all the time. I love that. Yeah. No, I mean, that was, that was just a American thing that happened. Okay, how about the, this? Yeah. the term gaslighting, right. Was from the movie gaslight. Yeah. Angela Starring Lansbury was in Angela gaslight. Lansbury. She was the star. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know All that right. now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a, that's a weird that. piece of, <laughs> piece of information. In my collection. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, uh, like, like yeah. Raymond knows who Angela Lansbury is, but he has like, he has like nothing to say about it. Like Trevor is listing yeah. off this huge list of things that everything Angela Lansbury is in. Death on the Nile. She was in the latest Mary Poppins. Oh, 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 oh. No, hold on. The original Manchurian candidate, 1962. She was the mother of the vice president. Uh, and she's freaking crazy oh, that was evil. Her? Yeah. In the original <laughs> you're, you're just as excited about like okay. this as oh, I am whenever right. I tell people that Marvin in Pulp Fiction is the same person who voices Samurai Jack. 
So fun fact, Angela Lansbury played uh, Lawrence Harvey's mother in that movie, and she was 36 and he was 33. Manchurian Candidate. There's your okay. extra yeah. interesting fact. Right. Well, that's what I would know her from then. All right, we found it. And, and, and Gary Newman is older than Gary Oldman. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> I know. We gotta make some fucking about rules, Christian. <laughs> you gotta kill one of them to make it right, so. Yeah. Whoa. Look out, Gary Oldman. <laughs> well, no, no. If, we just, if we send Gary Oldman to space, send him around the Earth, just have him spend enough time up there, because of time dilation, he'll actually yeah. end up being younger. It, so. You're a physicist, so I believe you implicitly. Yeah, he'll probably be dead by yeah. the time. Because don't you only lose like a day a year or something like that due to special relativity? He's going to have to go really fast for a very long time. Right, can't exactly. Do it. He'll do He's going to have to go like it. multiple, yeah. He's yeah, to multiple go times hypersonic to do that in a yeah. reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Just the fact that you would suggest killing Gary Oldman over Gary Newman. This I is also I can't a even problem. be a part of this yeah. conversation. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, he's it's method acting. He's getting really into the role of being dead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. It's either that or we have to Watch kill Gary people. Busey. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Things are going to do that pretty soon anyway. Yep. Yo, okay, to be fair, Trevor, people have been thinking that for 20 years and he's still True. around. <laughs> I remember True. watching him on the first season of the, I guess it was Celebrity Fit Club and uh, thinking, wow, how is he still alive? And that was like 15 years ago. The first thing I remember seeing Gary Busey in was Silver Bullet. <laughs> first thing I remember seeing him in is Under Siege. Starring, drum roll please, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. (laughs) 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 We brought it all back together. You know who else died recently? I don't know if he died. Raymond, how did that set go in the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) How did that set go, buddy? I thought you were going a different direction with that one. I thought so too. Yeah, I thought we were... Okay. Luckily... My set didn't die, so I didn't die, but I felt a piece of me die on the inside as soon as, as soon as I got to the show. So, for okay, so I was booked on a show called Seventeenth Street Bar and Grill. That's the name of the place. I'm just gonna let the audience imagine what that I'm place Google looks it like right now. Yeah, go ahead. I, you know what? I should. I did Google it. And I saw the outside of it. Let me just let me just like, pull it up for okay, reference. Just imagining it, that sounds like a really Street. swanky, like 1950s style place. <laughs> okay, so yeah. is it more or less classy than the hot house? <laughs> so the uh, the assumption was it was going to be much less classy. I I mean anything named <laughs> bar and grill around here around me means dive bar. That's just what it means. It's just, if it's a bar and grill, that means it's going to be a dive bar. And that's sort of, that's sort of it, right? And uh, I mean, now that I'm Googling this, I guess I could have Googled this and seen what I was getting myself into. But why (laughs) would I do that? I just read 17th Street Bar and Grill and figured, okay, I'm going to a dive bar. So I put on some regular show attire that I would do for a Friday night, 7 p.m. show uh, at a dive bar, which is uh, gray joggers. Um, some vans and a Jack Skellington ride the lightning <laughs> t-shirt. Hell yeah. It says instead of Metallica on the top, it says uh, Halloween. And then it's Jack Skellington doing the, doing like a, like a 
rock on and it says Throwing ride the goat the horns. Ni- yeah, and then it says ride the nightmare instead of ride the lightning. Um so that was what I wore and I and I had a and I just showed up and I was like cool. And then I walk in the front door and it was like, oh, this is sort of like a restaurant, but maybe they have like a bar in the back. Nope. Uh this was it was if you know what this is, a Michelin rated restaurant. Oh. Yeah, oh, it had one Michelin okay. star. <laughs> that means they serve tires, right? Oh yeah, that's exactly what it <laughs> that's means. That's exactly Just what it means. <laughs> edible tires on the plates. The entire menu is vulcanized. Yeah. <laughs> entire. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, good. that's good. That's good. good stuff. All right, guys, we can quit the podcast now. Yep, that's it. Recording's over. <laughs> um, so then I walk in and it's like the server is like, hello, sir. He was like a sommelier and he's like, uh, do you have a table? And I was like, no, I'm performing tonight. And he like looked me up and down and he was like, oh, okay. And he walked me to this back room where there was like this nice stage, these lights, like, and, and then there was like 80 people over the age of 80 in the room. That was the entire <laughs> restaurant. The OC is 80 over 80 tonight yeah. at 17th Bar and Grill. Yep. And then the guy that booked me was like, hey man, Thanks for coming. He was wearing a suit, as everyone was. Everyone was wearing suits. I was wearing Jack Skellington t-shirt. Um, and he's like, cool, I'm going to go on and do 10 minutes, and then you're going to go on and do 15 minutes. And then the headline, well, it wasn't a headliner, it was just three comics, um, was like a, mu- a musical DJ comedian who has like a keyboard, like, and he just does loop beats, and he just yells at the audience like... <laughs> A like bunch Mark of dick Rebier. jokes. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, exactly. Literally exactly like Mark Rebier. Like, and he just, and imagine that kind of humor. I love that. that. Who, who was on the show? And he was just like, dicks, 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 Let dicks. Everybody here likes dicks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and so that was, it was me and then that guy and a room full of 80 plus year old people. Uh, it, it sounds um, like, like some kind of like avant-garde high culture thing. Yeah. Dude, who is the other guy? I, w- I want to know about his act. <laughs> I have to so find him. Be- yeah. I had never met him before. I had, I had never met him before. He's I'll find a, it out. I want to drink with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was also, yeah, it was. And, and so like the, I went up and I, I literally walked on stage and I went, hi guys, I'm sorry that I look like this, but this is the fanciest place I've ever been in my whole life. And everyone laughed. Um, and I think <laughs> I won them over. And I, I did some crowd work where I made fun of the people in the front row. And I like talked about how fancy everybody was and it ended up being okay. But I was, I've never been more self-conscious about myself before. I'm pretty so. sure those shoes you're wearing cost more than the car I drove here. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like they I asked for water and they handed me what I assumed to be a candle holder. I thought it was a candle holder, (laughs) but they filled it with water. And I was like, oh, this is a cup. I'd never seen a cup. this night. it's filled with the waterfall of Holly Hunter's tears. (laughs) Did you did you work in the fact that you were not wearing underwear? Because I think that would have been good in this. I should have. No, I didn't. I didn't. I did. I think I love everyone who's eating dinner. Everyone who's eating their $170 steaks. And I was like, ooh, I, I <laughs> That's probably where they get shouldn't. that $50 French dip, right, Mike? I know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Does that remind you of a certain time in your life, Mike, around a year ago? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, God. What, yeah, what that, was a, that was a good place to work. I don't think uh, I know the story. Oh, so uh, no, I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, like yeah, oh, my first few episodes before I got this oh, uh, engineering yeah, yeah, job yeah, yeah, yeah. is when I worked at like this really yes. like bougie bar in a very wealthy suburb of Detroit. Was that okay. like Hamtramck or something or uh, Birmingham? 
Uh, yeah. Worse. So imagine, imagine having a comedy show at that place. And then I show up in shorts and a tank top. That's pr- the equivalent <laughs> of what I did. And, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody shot me glares and glances and it was fine. And then they were like, you get one free food item. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know Can I get was. a steak? Yep. So, uh, I have a working theory that the guy that keeps booking you for these, this is actually some sort of performance art for him. <laughs> what he's can like, we Raymond's, get this guy to do? He's going to be like, I, Raymond's going to say yes, so just tell, I, book him. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's necessarily a performance art for him, but he feels like I do, and I don't give a shit about my job anymore, and I'm just like, fuck it. Book him yeah. there. Between yep. this and booking you at the clean show, oh. and you just coming in and be like, fuck it, fuck, fuck, fucking, fuck, <laughs> am I right, guys? Yep. Fuck. Yeah. Did he also yeah. book you for the show that you had to be naked for? No, that was all me. <laughs> <laughs> I d- that's actually what inspired me to get a booking agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you didn't actually improve it. <laughs> Joke's on me. He would have done the same yeah, thing. He booked the other guy that was there. <laughs> I should just start uh, researching the shows that I'm saying yes to, but. Well, no, no, that's going to take all the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, what's no. the fun in that? <laughs> So, but no, and I'm being good. The best part about this whole thing is, is so I do, I have jokes that I have merch and I sell merch after my shows. And I have this one joke that I've really been working because I want to sell the merch. Um, but it's literally about how when I lived with my roommates, uh, they like didn't, we, they didn't take out the trash. And it was this, it's this big ordeal how we were fighting. And so I, I take his clean towel when he's not home and I rub it all over my balls and I put it back and that's my ball towel. And it just so happened the only merch I brought to this show were my ball towels. And it has like the punchline of the joke. So I'm like standing at the outside of the venue like, would anybody like to buy my ball towels after the show? <laughs> hey, Raymond, did anybody buy yeah. a ball towel? One guy bought two of them. <laughs> <laughs> One for each ball. Trevor Beattie to it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, all, I saw four people all say the exact same thing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect setup. It was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For it's each like, ball. Yeah. You know who else is going to need a towel? <laughs> Yosef. Because oh, he's wow. getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no trevor's that that's actually probably the best segue you've ever had that was really yep <laughs> i'm just gonna need to talk because uh. you're kidding <laughs> in a second yosef will be the cuddle puddle in an entire swarm of tooth fairies he will be the cuddle puddle oh god <laughs> That is it's correct. like a little fey orgy going on all over your body as they slowly rip you apart. I'm I wrecked. like that visual. I don't know if oh, I want to cool. do a podcast oh, with you guys hi. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord. 
wolferintent.com slash discord. Now, let's get back to the show. So last week, uh, after dispatching those cultists in the bloody, bloody, nasty room, you found another teleportation circle that appeared to have had one side of it activated. You headed back north uh, to the large room where you had rec- you had previously fought the soulless about a half a week before, and listened into the room to the north to hear a booming voice talking to two much quieter, seemingly frightened voices. If not frightened, then conciliatory at the very least. Thumping comes towards the wall. Yosef hears it, tells everybody to get back. And Mr. Big Dick Energy himself just casually strolls through the Grave Knight from episode 49, casually strolls through the room, mean mugging all of you, and just walks by and out of the room. <laughs> Flips you on the bird, does the Degeneration X symbol, and just leaves. He does the you Vince McMahon power walk. That's exactly what he needs. The Vince McMahon <laughs> power walk. That's exactly what it was. You guys head on north into the room, and you see uh, what looks to be some sort of cultist, maybe a higher-end cult, higher-end cultist, <laughs> a more advanced cultist. She had a staff, and you see your old friend, which you have finally succeeded in a knowledge check to determine that it was a lurker in light. One that Yosef had a bit of a bone to pick with on account of him blinding him the day before. A battle ensued. Yosef, knowing that the Lurker in Light survived best when in areas of uh, bright light, decided to attempt to destroy some cases that were giving off some light. He did not succeed because their break DC was far too high, as was their hardness. He got blinded by the Lurker in Light rolled a natural, well, you either rolled a natural one or just a natural shit, and crit failed, blinded permanently by the lurker. Yeah, I think I rolled like a 11 in total. Yeah, Yeah, it was bad. Uh, You're blinded, you're commanded to flee, you run away to the corner of the room, everybody steps up, starts hacking away, damage is flying left and right, Yosef gets brought down, and the lurker in light summons a swarm of tooth fairies on the space where Yosef is currently dying to on the ground. Dying I number two. need to retcon something that Christian pointed out to me at the end of last session. The Lurker in Light's ability that allows it to cast a uh, summoning spell with one action only works if it brings the creature down to zero hit points himself. So he had to use all three actions to cast that summoning spell, which means he's right up in everybody's face still. Oh, so he couldn't move away. That's exactly right. Good. But that means you might be able to take him down. Fuck him up. So we re-enter combat. And at the end of the last session, the tooth fairies were swarming out of the portal climbing across Yosef's body and finding the choicest bits to try to peel off of him. I need Yosef and Billiam to both give me a reflex save. Damn it. That's a bad one. All right. Not bad. I'll do the best. 
how many uh, how many hero points do you have, Yosef? <laughs> uh, 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 so so here's the thing is uh, is that I'm sure that some people and including some of my party members will be saying, Pachek, couldn't you just use two hero points and save Yosef? And the answer is yes. Um, but that's stupid. I'm sorry, Trevor. I love you. But I feel like if you're going to play a game where the uh, consequence of failing is death, then taking away that consequence means that there's absolutely no risk whatsoever in doing anything. So I would rather die and make the game actually feel like it has consequences for when you fuck up. So no, I will not be saving myself with hero points. I will either roll a natural 20 on this save, or I'm probably dead. So, bearing that in mind... Moment of truth. Let's go. Can't see where it went. It's a tan, not a natural twenty. <laughs> what is it? I thought you were. I thought you were reaching for your camera and like you're reaching. Yeah, that's show what us I thought he was doing. I thought he was yeah. going to take okay. the camera and like show us either okay. a one or a twenty. <laughs> no, no. It's, it is neither. It, I rolled a ten, perfectly in the middle. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> uh, for what? What's your total? Uh, what is for my reflex save? Yeah. Uh, let's see what that looks like when uh, because you're minus four because you're dead. Wow, it's a failure. Uh, but it doesn't matter how much damage it is, you're now dying three. And Billion, what was your roll? I got an 18 for a 25. All right, you're gonna take a little bit of damage because you succeeded. I don't have a lot of health, guys. (laughs) You're gonna take five points. And I need both of you to give me another reflex save. This is make or break for the rat here. Yep. Yep. Not as good. Yeah. For what it's worth, my reflex save is still plus eight, even though I'm unconscious. I don't know how that nice. works. Gamers, That's a good but... reflex save. Yeah, it's a plus 12 normally. A sprightly little rat. I rolled another 10. Damn. <laughs> it, was, it was a 10 again. Oh, God. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was pretty sure after the end of the last session that that was it. And uh, I was going to have to get an incredible natural 20 roll on one of these, but that didn't happen. Look what the rat man did. <laughs> the rat man done got himself blinded and is being systematically ripped apart by palm-sized fey creatures. So here's the nice thing is that I can't see that. <laughs> what a triumphant death. <laughs> Going out swinging. Straight to fucking Valhalla on that one. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> what's the damage on that? If you and what's the DC? Out of curiosity, uh, the DC is only twenty. It's low. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What's the damage? Uh, the damage would have been for him. He would have done ten and nine points. So let's say poor little Muckwort made both of his saving throws because he is trying to steer oh, Jake. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I completely forgot that oh Muckwort was there. I forgot, yeah. yeah. He's, He's got his, trying his, to ratatouille the reverse ratatouille. His first save was a 28 and his second was a 23. <laughs> He's got plus okay. 11 to his reflex, so he's he's in okay shape. Well, let me roll you, let me actually roll you the bludgeoning damage for those. Okay. 11, 12. Jeez. So he saved both of them, though, so that's going to be uh, 11 points of damage total. Okay. And Billion, what'd you get on that second save? I got a 13 for a 20. Woohoo. You just barely got it. That's going to be five more points of bludgeoning for you. <laughs> Guys. <Bludge. laughs> I'm not okay. Oh, oh, you're not okay. 
No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you're you're past being okay. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The matter of speaking. Yeah. Tragically, Yosef on the ground, ripped apart by these tooth fairies. Rough. Solus can do nothing but stand and watch as this Yusoki that he's grown close to over these past days is torn asunder by ravenous pint-sized pests. Solus, you gotta be dealing with some PTSD. You shoved a knife through somebody's head and now you're watching these things just mack on your bro? Uh... Yeah, uh, Solus isn't doing so hot right now. Um, Can't Raymond, you just how much sat health there do you watch have? me die? Incredible. I, I, could, I could do nothing. <laughs> yeah. I Ra- Raymond, how much health are you at? I have nine health. That's not good. <laughs> That's not that good at bad. all. That's very bad. <laughs> you know, that is the exact same amount of health Muckwort has. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not no. Good. Okay. Things are going well for the party. Yeah. We, okay. Oh, no. So, all of our turns are like sequential now. We we should run. Like we should get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, I think that we know that Lurker and Light's just about dead. Yeah, and same with the if I remember correctly, yeah. the, the girl's almost dead too. You look at the two of them and they look rough. Yeah, honestly, Haggard. yeah. I think we I think we take them out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yell. Joseph. Yeah, I would have yelled, Solus, okay. take take out that Fey thing. Okay, uh, so yeah, Solus is looking around. He's uh, looking for a way out. Um, he watches Yosef getting torn apart, and now he's going to try to attack the Lurker in light. 12 for a 23. You just barely miss him swinging God wide in your frustration. Oh. Okay, um, going for attack number two. It looks at you. Malice in its eyes. Uh, 19 for a 25. That's a hit. Yes. Okay. Um, so it looks at you and gives you, you know, uh, gives you that look like he's toying with you. Okay. He realizes going he to be... faints in the wrong direction and the sword strikes true. How much damage is that? 2d plus 4. Uh, pretty good. 12 points of damage. And you slash it directly where its heart would be. And you see the light leave its eyes and it dies. On your sword. Just like Yosef. <laughs> okay. I didn't die to a sword. <laughs> but the little light left your eyes. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Too soon. Good... <laughs> oh, too soon. Sorry. Yeah. It's been less than six seconds this Mordrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little too soon, I would say. As Mordrin's in the back, yeah. like, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Uh, Continue in my holy fury, my final attack. Um, this is at my minimum attack modifier. Do it. Avenge me. 17 for an 18. That's a mess, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I got rid of one of them, so. Yeah. That's pretty good. That was a good turn. When the, the master of a summoned creature dies, does the summoned creature leave as well? A summon spell must be sustained in order to give it action. That's right. Cool. So it'll just disappear. So I, I technically right? don't, because I don't think if you sus- 
Yeah, because if you don't sustain, it doesn't stay there. So it's a two-part. When you sustain it, it right. hangs around and also gets to two actions. So without the sustain, it will simply dissipate on its round. That is right. Asmordrin, you're up. Hmm. Oh, you got bombs. Right. You got I do your got little muck wart bro. Muck bro. Muck bro. Muck bro! You know... Mobro! Let's not even give this thing the chance. I'm going to kill it anyways, because I think I can. <laughs> Do I can it. kill the guy, though. Avenge me. But I know, yeah, we'll just kill it. All right. That is a, oh, 18 on the die for a 29 against its armor class. That is a, a hit. Um, light bomb. What kind of damage is that? Poison. All of its poison? Yes. Okay, well, you hit, but it does nothing. That's weird. It did stuff last week, didn't it? No, no just, I'm attacking. Asked. No, I'm attacking the um, tooth fairies. I'm not attacking oh, you're the, the to- tooth yeah. fairies. Okay, yes. okay. I thought you were. You said oh, the, yeah. the him. I thought, I thought you were talking about the. Uh, no, the no, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. Give I know damage. you don't attack undead with poison. I'm not just stupid. making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we said that last week, too. I think we did. did. We just just had some deja vu. So that is a nine, nine and a three. Is a 29 a crit on these guys? Because they should be pretty low level. Actually, that is a crit. That is definitely a crit. So it's going to take... I have nine damage on the die, so that'd be a crit of 18 and then three splash damage. Okay, so... So that would be... That's another eight because it has uh, weakness to splash damage. And it also okay. has a weakness because it's two different damage types. The regular hit causes weakness because it's area damage, right? No, it's not area damage. No, it's no. splash. It's it's only splash damage. It's only splash. So eighteen plus eight, nine. So twenty six or twenty. Yeah, eighteen plus eight is twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is not dead. Damn. Not quite, but it's hurting. I'll attack it again with a total of a twelve on the die for seventeen with my other blight bomb. That's a mess. Last one. It still takes three points of splash damage, <laughs> which will be eight points of splash damage. You eliminate the last of these little creatures as they have carried away the last of Yosef's teeth. Oh, God. As they die, they clatter harmlessly on the floor. Now we have to have a closed casket. Nobody's coming to that funeral anyway. It's a rat. And my last action, Muckwort will come back to me. Poor Muckwort. I mean, are you okay? I mean, are you, are you okay, Muckwort? <laughs> I like the other one better. Are you okay, Muckwort? <laughs> <laughs> That's the voice in your stomach. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Super high pitched. Get sucked helium. Billiam, can you take it out before it takes you out? I hope so. Bill looks over at Yosef and cries. Tears waterfall from his face. And then he, he, he turns those tears. Don't say anger. things like that. The DM will say, oh, okay. You have a flat chance to <laughs> yeah, miss. Right, you seriously. can roll five or higher I on know. the D20. <laughs> then Bill wipes the tears from his eyes. He can see perfectly. <laughs> now, um, I have the retribution axe out because technically this thing, Talandra's still wrapped around this thing's legs. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. This is the first one to hit, plus 11. That is a 13 for a 24. That's a hit. Excellent. Daddy whack. Daddy hack baby. That is a eight, a five, and a three. That is 11, 16 plus four, 20 points of damage. Oh, he's doing 
bad. Aren't you rage? Isn't that plus six? He already did it. He gave it already. Oh, no, okay. I gave it a plus four. So yeah, I, I heard I him give say it plus, plus six. four. Yeah, plus yeah. four. So plus uh, w- two more damage. Ah, okay. Well, he's still hurting. Bad. Yeah. So twenty-two. Yeah. Sorry. I always do plus four, but then when I'm raging, I should be plus six. All right. And then here's another hit at plus six. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I thought I could get through without laughing, but I didn't. But I did great. I got a 16 for a 24. Another 24. That's a hit. Six plus 16 is 22. 22. Sorry. That's a mess. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Thanks for the math. Yeah, thank you for the thank math. That would have been a hit. Um. <laughs> I really don't want to run, but I'm gonna die. But I don't, it's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hit it. I'm not. It's not gonna. Fuck you're me. not gonna die. You're, you're not gonna miss. Come on. I'm. I just missed. But you know, it's you're not okay. Gonna, just, just like you know, just don't. Yeah. Don't about not. Is there anything else I can do to this thing instead of hitting it? Because I literally can't hit it. Even you could unless kill I got it. A, unless I got a natural twenty. That's the only way I could. Hit, I could do anything to it. <laughs> you could ride the lightning. I know, right? Seriously. Come on. Come on. Fucking, or I can intimidate it. Those are the hit one, me. only two things I can do. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm rolling. Oh, just lie. Kind of thing. I, I, yeah, I know, right? I got a 27. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I definitely missed. I got an 11 for a 12. <laughs> oh, man. This this turn's going to be gross for y'all. Oh, damn it. Oh, this- wait. Wait. Pause. Did this thing hurt me last round? It didn't it, it did expel a, a giant glup yeah. and, it, yeah. and it hurt me, right? Yeah. So I get to add, so I get another plus two to my damage roll from because okay, cool. the retribution it's, axe has it's still has alive. A thing. So I should have done twenty four four damage. Yep, it's still damn alive, it, it's still though. alive. Fucking yeah. balls. Okay. How great would that have been if it fucking died? <laughs> okay. <sighs> this thing looking real rough is scrambling, looking around, and it reaches down and grabs a piece of Yosef rips his arm off and oh Oh, my god that's my friend and begins to gain some health back you're a real asshole you know that (laughs) wait we could have just taken bites of Yosef to heal ourselves all this time (laughs) (laughs) I'm that nutritious yes and for its second action oh boy so to be clear, it took it's a singular action to rip off a piece of me and eat it? Yes. Very, very okay. fast. Very, very fast. <laughs> it's very, very good at it. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Okay. This wave of darkness tinged with an unholy energy shoots out at Solus. I'm going to make a lovely little range spell attack roll against you. Hey, Micah, right. do you have a backup character ready to go? <laughs> I, I have He'll enough. Be fine. Have to, yeah, I think I'll be fine. I have a lot of health. It's a 28 to hit. That's a hit, but it's not a crit. That's good. All right. So this is going to be really gross for you because you're an Azamar, right? Oh, yeah. Which no. means you have celestial blood. Creeping yeah. dark. <laughs> you're going to take 10d6 damage. Yeah. Oh, my no. God. Oh, 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 that's not good. That's not good. That's, that's bad. Not good. That's very that's, bad. That's not very good at all. <laughs> oh, God. Let me go ahead and roll that. that yeah, damage. let's roll that. 
Imagine if he crit you. I know. It's a twenty d six damage. Yeah, you'd be you'd be dying at two instead of one. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So I'm trying to think: is this heightened or not? Hmm. Does is it this, have a death effect? It does not have a death effect. Ooh. Aren't you lucky? Yeah. Forty one points of damage. Okay, <sighs> I'm down slightly above average. Yeah, I'm and down. And that's the end of its turn. God damn it, my friends are dropping like flies. So Solus... Maybe if you fucking hit He doesn't hit have Billiam. to me move in the initiative <laughs> order yet, does he? Or does he move directly in front of him, right? He moves directly in front yeah, of him. Yeah, it would be directly in front of right. him. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. As Mordrin, you are up. I'll throw a splash ball making sure it hits, or a junk ball making sure it hits Solus too. Get him to die <laughs> too. Perfect. Yeah, right. I'm going to throw a junk bomb at this thing. That is a oof, an eight for an eighteen. That is a mess. Uh, it still oh takes three points. Is that kill it? <laughs> no, because oh. it just healed up from eating parts oh, of Joseph. Right. Ugh. Billy, okay. we gotta fuck this guy up. I'm just, I, yeah. Oh Hold my on. god, I did not expect this to happen this way. Hey guys, you know how you were asking me about hero points? You know you could use those to like roll again, right? <laughs> uh, oh, the thing yeah. none of you are fucking doing? Yeah, I guess. He does have a good point. Let me go <laughs> ahead and burn. I still have a hero point. And a 12 for oh, a 22. Get one. No, that's still a miss. That would also be a miss. So I just yeah. took my splash damage already. Yeah, and I'm in a second attack with a ball of lightning. Ooh, 17 for a 23. No, 22. Sorry, I only have plus five. Damn it. That's another yes. three points of electrical damage. <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're chipping away at it. Well, right? you said you you said you rolled a 17. I rolled a 17, but my second attack's okay, only yeah. a plus five. Okay. So yeah, it yeah, had a yeah. 20. All right. All right. So those are down. And yeah, I dealt six damage to him. And I guess I will try to intimidate. I don't think that's going to have a very good chance of success, but what the hell? That is... Oh! That is a 19 on the die for 26? I have a it plus is seven. intimidated. Nice! nice. You're able to cow it, probably owing to the fact that it is on Redeath's door. <laughs> uh, Billiam, now is a better time than ever. <laughs> Bill looks to the left and waste him. Yeah, Bill looks to the left at Solas, who's now down, and then he looks to half of Yosef on the right, and he's like, "Oh fuck! What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and he raises God. his battle axe above his head, and I'm just—I just want to come right down and hopefully chop this thing right in half. Fucking piece of shit. Eighteen for a fucking. 29. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> Chop this should down. probably do it. I think minimum, minimum damage. damage is 9. So plus, this is going to be a plus 8. Yeah, 9, 6, 2. So 9, 10, 16, plus 6. No, 9, 6, 2. That's 11, 17, plus 8, because I have a plus 2 circumstance with the Retribution oh, right. So uh, 25 points of damage. Describe your kill uh. in the most heroic way possible. <laughs> In what? In the most heroic way possible. Bill, he, before he he looks to the left and he looks to the right, and he he like <laughs> grabs just a tiny bit of fur from Yosef, oh puts it God. in his pocket. Oh my God! Should, <laughs> so I, he should has, I eat this? He has a little 
Yeah, it'll heal you. It'll heal you. Everyone's doing it. You know? Bill picks it up and lifts it up, and then from from being down, Solus is like, no, Bill, no. Uh, Bill, Bill sees. Bill's only ever seen a rabbit's foot, but this sort of looks like a rabbit's foot. Like this has got to be good luck. It's a Bill rat's foot. It, exactly. Bill puts it in his pocket. And he raises it up above his head, and you see a single tear fall from his cheek. And the retribution axe, with the face of this ghoul, comes down, slices it uh, through its head, and hits right on its shoulder, right on its uh, on its collarbone for the most part, and stops, and uh, sloshes off of the axe, falls to the floor. This thing falls dead, and the room falls silent. Yosef's corpse is laying there, still warm. You can hear Solus's ragged breathing as he heaves in, his lungs scarred by the unholy cold light that emanated from the ghoul just moments before. Let's let's go ahead and get a a save out of you, Solus. All right. Just your death save. Yep. Flat DC eleven. Yep. Check. So guys, I think we're gonna get going. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> You're dying too. Okay. As Mordrin. <laughs> As Mordrin is going to run over to Solus and attempt a first aid. Billy, do you have any healing potions? He's dying. I have. And, I, yeah. I and I'm going to try this, but I do not have a very good medicine check. My medicine is only a plus six. And so, right now, the DC to oh, yeah, stabilize right. him is a 17. That's right. You I know. have to hit a 17. I do have a potion on me. Oh, you do? Yes. I also had a potion. I don't know where it went, but I had. I don't know All right. If he life. has a potion on him, then this will be easier. Then I will grab the potion and use my last action to hand it to Muckwort and say, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> he shoves his little tentacles up your nose, <laughs> opens your mouth, oh, God. and pours the <laughs> potion in. <laughs> Bill looks at us more and goes, do you think that'll also work on Yosef or is he too far gone? Oh, my lower jawbone um, is no longer there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, so that, that hole you dug for him back in the mushroom room is, is that, oh, yeah. did, you, oh, did you feel that? I, in? I could, I'm sure it's still soft. I'm sure I can put him there, but I feel like we should probably take him home. No, just bury him in the mushroom pit. Bury him with this, his pots and God pans. Forsaken. What's the healing on that potion, Micah? Uh, it is a lesser healing potion. So 2d8 plus 5. 7 and a 3, so 15. All right. You are back up. Combat is concluded. You are wounded one, but you are down. <laughs> you open your eyes to as Mordrin and Muckwort's face, both staring down at you. Is this hell? <laughs> Am I you dead? wounded one. D- did I die? You're a lot better off than Yosef, that's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, you're doing way better Fuck than the rat. This guy. <laughs> Jesus. I've known him for three days. <laughs> Bill, Bill has a little bit of Raymond and he copes with comedy. Okay. <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill wouldn't right. know what to do. In he would be sad about Yosef. Of the death of your companion, Yosef. As in life, the rat man do good in death. Boo! What do you do? Um, Bill, firstly, would be like, Hey, Solus, I know you just got really hurt, but you can't put some hailing hands on me. 
Because I am not doing okay. Yes, but I... Yosef, is there no hope for him? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, you were down there. <laughs> well, you were just... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You fucked him up. Oh, no. They lost all his teeth. Half of his bones. Well, you were down there. He literally took his arm off and ate it. He doesn't have any teeth or an arm. I took a bit part of his hair for good luck. He's gone, gone. Oh, yeah. He had such good luck, Yosef did. <laughs> right? I, I, I don't even think the anime dead ritual we have would do anything. It'd be oh, gross if we brought God. him back. That'd be hilarious. And, and Solus would be duty-bound to kill whoever cast it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Do it, Asmordrin. I dare you. <laughs> he didn't have those highfalutin morals. He's killed once. He can do it again. Made, one, made his hand into a familiar. <laughs> that is true, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little bit weird. It's his own hand, right? But yeah, I could definitely use I some to, health. Um, yes, yes. Um, and uh, Solus step uh, sits up and uh, kind of half-heartedly reaches out and um, gives uh, Billy a pat on the back. Boops uh, a snoot. Heal 12 HP. <laughs> no, the snoot the snoot boops are reserved for Yosef, and Yosef <laughs> is gone. I think it's going to be real gross if you try to boop his snoot right now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from down there. I, I don't think it could even reach my back. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'm up a little bit. Um, well, I guess, as yeah. adventurers, I know we're all thinking it, so I'll say it. I loot the body. <laughs> <laughs> Bill starts to look for how That's to get the chain out of Yosef's skin. <laughs> He's like, you always oh had that chain. God. I, I want that chain. Well, I, 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 I think the cool ate that it. arm. Yeah, the cool ate that arm. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> and also, to metagame completely, that was bound to my soul, so I'm pretty sure when yeah. I died, it just stopped existing. Yeah, dissipates, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, does he have Does did he have any... Like elixirs? Do you have any elixir I spikes on you? I used the last potion oh, okay, I had right gotcha. before I died. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that nope. didn't do any good. <laughs> no, it didn't. Not really. In the grand scheme of things, I have uh, a wayfinder, thieves' tools, healers' tools. Um, I have the librarian's key. Oh yeah, we want those. I also have a hand crossbow and ten bolts, and a crowbar. Bill picks you up by the other foot and shakes you and all that stuff comes out. And I go, take whatever you want, guys. <laughs> My red eyes have been replaced with just two X's. <laughs> and your tongue is out. Hey. On the corpse of that ghoul, you notice that that staff looks particularly interesting. I will do a crafting check. You do that crafting check. A 12 for 24. You are able to identify this item as a staff of necromancy. Oh! It uh, gives you a circumstance bonus to identify ne- uh, necromancy magic. Found necromancy. And you can cast Chill Touch, Grim Tendrils, Ray of Enfeeblement, Deafness, or Gentle Repose. Damn. That's a lot of spells. I'm gonna drop this just into somebody's inventory. Put it in mind, it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle repose, the pile of giblets on the floor. I mean, that that is something useful you could do, is just cast it on me so it can be buried properly. No, I mean you can't un it's not gonna knit you back together, it just keeps you from decomposing. Yeah, that's 
That's literally what I and just said. I would said. say it would just de- keep your body from decomposing, not all the bits that were ripped off of it. So we have to determine which is the cardinal piece of your body. Gross. If only we had somebody here that could stitch corpses together. Damn. If Damn it. Only. Damn it, Solus. <laughs> yeah. Well, while he's checking the body, can Bill check the room out? Can you do a perception check in this room? You absolutely can. 18 for a 25. I'm rolling good tonight. You were doing good last time, too. I know. Were, it's, this di- it's this dice box. I'm telling you. It's really liked me. It's full mm-hmm. of love. That's why. Uh-huh. That's why. That's exactly what it is. So, it's all going to come around. The statue, the, the, the flesh statue on the wall, looks like it's almost complete. Now, there's a bit of a chunk taken out of the thigh, the right thigh, where this cultist ate a bit of it. But it looks like whatever they work, they're working on it is nearly complete. All right, I'm going to roll a religion to try to identify what this is. Uh, eight for an 18. It does look like it would be akin to a flesh golem. However, not any flesh golem you've ever seen before. That's the best analog you could think of. But it's in a crude feminine shape. It's supposed to look much like the Lady of the Light herself, Belcora. The, uh, anything on that lurker and like... Oh, I just rolled a uh, natural 20 for a 28 on the perception. Are you freaking serious? Yeah. You rolled a natural 20? Holy crap. I, it, it's, it's in the... It's uh, in Foundry. It's in the Foundry. Oh, yep. my God. Hell yeah. Yep. That is the only way you could succeed at finding this thing, actually. Oh, God. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. What thing? Fine. Okay. What was the thing that Christian just asked? Want to adjudicate Is there that anything first. on the lurker? And light? Yeah, anything the on the lurker and light, light has nothing on it. It's pretty much just wearing a loincloth, poor guy. Fuck him, or don't. I mean, this is a kids' show. <laughs> don't. It's him. not. It's this not. is a family show. This is a family show. This is a Christian. <laughs> As you notice this masterfully created simulacrum on the wall, you wonder what else might lie in this room. And you begin scanning the walls for any sort of interesting stonework. Maybe something out of place. And you see over on the far western side of the room, there is a little annex with a bench in it. There's a candelabra on the wall. It looks like you might be able to pull it. It looks loose. You're not sure if it's loose because of age or because there's something there as, as Mordred I've over there on the um, on the, the, the far side of the wall could, that candelabra hanging on the wall could you pull on it I, I just have a feeling on it I, ca- I can't get up right now over of this one yeah exactly that one alright I certainly hope this doesn't open a, a chamber to monsters because we're yeah. all fucked <laughs> yeah uh, let me stand near you, just in case. Solus is still just sitting next to Yosef. Hey. And I pull the candelabra. Hey. There's a groan and a scrape as the wall moves away to reveal a room with an ornate chair in the center and a reading desk lined with books on all walls. There's a stack of loose scrolls on the shelf to the west. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see. 
his, his corpse is just like sliding around like oh, a yeah. fucking TF2 thing. <laughs> I completely forgot. You like can't see anything when he's dead. Oh no, I, I just took off the die and applied condition on my token so I can see oh, okay. the room. I'm just doing some jiggle bone and physics over here. Don't worry. An extremely large ornate looking book on the southern shelf right in the center. There's nothing around it. It looks like it's sitting uh, almost in a place of honor. And on the front of it is a moss-covered skull. Asmordan, I saw this with Yosef. What? Well, I saw well, this with you in another room. Well, what is it? In many other rooms. The symbol, Isn't it the symbol of Numbaloth? Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant you've seen this book before. Yeah, I was about to say, no, like, no, 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 sorry. The, Bill the... secretly the BBEG? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will start do? looking through. I'm going to set the book on the table, and uh, then I'm going to look through the scrolls and other stuff in here. There is an absolute wealth of information here, but it's all written in Aklo. Oh, man, it's too bad that's one of my languages. <laughs> And it will still take you many hours of studying and reading all these bits of text to put together everything that they, uh, in order to put together an accurate account of all of them and collate them properly. Oh, is this like a study mechanic? Yes. A research or something like that? Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, those, those, those scrolls are, are definitely scholarly works for you. But there is more if you continue to look in this room. I, 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 I will continue to look. Bill wants more healing from Solas if you're going to keep looking after that laugh. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Bill runs over. Bill runs over, high five Solas to get the lay on hands, and then runs yep. back to Asmordrin. <laughs> on the northern shelf... You find several esoteric diagrams sandwiched between a few books on teleportation and a folio detailing a network of linked teleportation circles within the Abomination Vaults and a manuscript describing how to perform the Awaken Portal ritual. Oh, shit. Well, I, I think this is actually, this book here is going to tell us how to, to get these teleportation circles up and running again. Oh, perfect. And you can read it? I, I can. There's there's a perfect. lot here, though. I think we should probably gather all of this and take it to town. And I'm sure there's things you'll want to do for your friend. Oh, yeah. We got to take him. Get him On the northern wall, there's another large bound book that looks to be a journal. Again, written in Aklo. I'll grab it and, and open it. And the bottom of every page is postscripted. With a very sinister-looking bee, Belcora. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Frau Blucher of this universe. Oh, this must have been her. You what also you find there? blueprints that describe the layout of the Abomination Vaults, and finally the book that was in the place of all honor. Returning to that, you see written in ornate script, the whispering reads. God damn it, it was right I there. Knew it. Yep. It was right there. Son of a bitch. Uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff. There's blueprints. There's some book here, The Whispering Reads. There's a bunch of seems like uh 
academic information. There's there's a lot to go through in here. We're we're gathering it all up. I just put a ton of stuff in your inventory as Mordrin. It is the folio of teleportation research, the Gauntlet blueprints, Belcora's journal, Whispering Reads, and the Awakened Portal ritual. I think I gave that all to you at least. Actually, might might have gotten dropped in spell books because the Whispering Reads is technically a spell book. I'm going to show a picture of it to all you wonderful players. Ooh, Ooh fancy. I'm so glad I died before we got it. I know, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right before. Awesome. Oh, boy. You have found the mother load. The thing that the Grave Knight was looking for just steps away from him. Wasn't, there, wasn't he just pissing and moaning about trying to find this book? Absolutely he was. Guys, do you hear, like, really heavy footsteps outside right now getting louder? <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What is it that you do, gentlemen? You're definitely not in a position to continue fighting. You need to bring Yosef home in a bucket. I will collect Yosef. Got a chamber pot to shove him in? Carry him like a baby. What's left of him? Billiam, you know, I was thinking, do you think we could make a whip out of Yosef's tail and like enchant it with ghost touch? I think he would like that. He would love that. It would be an honor. Up, oh, time to use the monster parts rules. <laughs> How long is Yosef's tail? <laughs> it's very short. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, we got to go back to town. Yes, we should probably make our way back. And I'm going to make sure and seal up this room again. Okay. So we are leaving. Do any of you, either Solus or Billiam, have any survival they could? Make at least a check to like remove any evidence tracks that were. I got a minus one. I uh, I have a plus four. That is the best we have. I can try. Okay, I'll try. That is a three for a seven. Uh, I mean, you try to brush away stuff, but it just looks like you tried to brush away stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's no footsteps, but there are very obvious. Like, oh, let's wipe away these footsteps. There's also the matter of the uh, corpses in the room, too. I'm going to drag the corpses over there into that room to make it look like that's a reason why we went over there. There you go. Clever boy. All right. So daylight is dwindling. Sun's getting real low. Do you want to be carrying a lovely, tasty smelling corpse through the fog fan after dark? I yeah, I would like to. I want to get him back to town. Give him a proper oh, in the dark. Excellent. It's not nighttime yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. Let's get out of here before it's nighttime. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. GTFL. Just, just bought all that stuff and brought it over here. Now we're going <laughs> back to town. <laughs> Gonna GTF the fuck out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you guys. So how, how long did you guys know Yosef? We've been going down there two weeks, a week and a half. It's not about the time spent. It's about the memories made. Phil starts crying again. <laughs> not about the yeah, years of life, but the life of the years. <laughs> <laughs> As Morgan pats Billiams back there, there, it'll be okay. Never going to eat a good meal again. Fuck, how is Brelda going to take this? I know. Yeah. Yeah. How's Phil going to take it? I mean, we could oh still animate God, him. Oh, my God, Phil! <laughs> 
And Phil's going to be the most devastated person in town. I know. <laughs> Phil's going to give the eulogy. Phil's going to give the Phil's going to give the eulogy in in perfect like stark sober. Just just not drunk at all. Yes, I am. And we go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah Goddamn. Right? Yeah, I can't I can't drive this cavalcade of weirdos anymore if I'm dead. <laughs> so someone else has got to take the RP reins right now. So someone's yeah, got, someone's got to th- take the wheel. <laughs> I was waiting for Trevor to tell us, and then you encounter a fucking <laughs> some shit and on then the way home. I kill you. <laughs> and the yeah. gibbering mouth that rolls into the yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. I just I love imagining the gibbering mouther is Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make your way back to town. Pretty uneventful, very somber and quiet. Uh, though the flies are buzzing around you more often than you would normally have. And it's not because uh, Asmordrin hasn't taken a bath. I don't know why I picked you to pick on. It's the tummy mouth. Everyone always picks on me. It is. It is. It's got halitosis. <laughs> Everybody wonders. Nope, everybody's oh, too embarrassed God. to say anything about it. <laughs> I brush and floss those teeth daily. <laughs> I imagine like having to like like reach down into yourself to brush the teeth and like having a burrito to look in. Oh my god, that's all fucked up. I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to imagine it anymore. They, they, they make mirrors. <laughs> Shut up. No, they don't. <laughs> now tell me mouth mirrors. You don't know if you're part vampire. You might not show up in one. You need an abdominal dentist. Tobin would have loved your tummy mouth. I know. So, um, what what's the, going to be the plan here? I think the first person we ought to speak to is Brelda. Yeah. <laughs> you still have my body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The eyes are walking like, hey, we found us. I think it's yours. <laughs> is this him? <laughs> We don't know what to do with it. You, you deal with it. Bucket we can borrow. <laughs> hey! <laughs> as you guys make your way through the gauntlet, or through the gauntlet, through as the you guys make your way through the fog, <laughs> the gurt fen, the gurt <laughs> as you guys make your way through the fog, fen, uh, and you make your way down and out of the fog, fen, down the gaunt trail, and you're in the clearing near the standing stones. You see a bit of a scuffle going on. Maybe not a scuffle, but an altercation with some members of the city guard and a relatively large, bestial-looking creature near the northern gates of town. You're still very far away, so you can't make out what's happening. And while it looks tense, it does not look like there's any sort of fight breaking out. So it's up to you how you want to pursue if you want to uh, go down there quickly or just take your sweet time B- Billiam you better get up there and kill it it's probably the werewolves we've been talking about for so long well uh, Bil- Bil- Billiam uh, don't be, do not be too hasty but I my my arms are full with Yosef but could you closer and see what <laughs> that means two yeah. things <laughs> it wasn't even, he wasn't damn. that big when he was alive I don't understand why I, I don't want to set him on the ground is really the what I mean put him in your shield and, and skin it around like a sled <laughs> <laughs> just have a string have it dragged behind you oh, uh, yeah. can you carry like a radio this? flyer yeah right just call Dilly. Have him hold on to the bag for a while. God, he'll drop it. <laughs> yeah, right. The closer no, he you wouldn't. get, you can make out one of the guardsmen as none other 
than Lightest Long Saddle himself. He is facing you, and the creature they seem to be standing off with has its back to you, and all you see is this brown, furry head extending over a relatively loose-fitting shirt, and there are red spots up the back of its head. What were you doing near the mayor's house? You hear Lightus yell, Stalking about outside the windows. What is your business at Otari? Hello, I am looking for a girl. Aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) So are we all, son. Jesus. Wait, wait, Jake, is that, is that the voice you made for the, uh, the, the, the guy in, in our role yes. in, our, in our Rise of the Rune Lords game? It also yeah. sounds like Mr. Hello. Burns from The Simpsons. Yep. Yeah. I love, love it. it. Yeah. I'm looking for a girl who I believe lives inside of this house. I've been called here by a feeling deep in my mind and soul and a weird mystical connection with somebody who lives in this town. And I'd very much like to meet them. Well, there is a there is a trippy little girl in there. She's very freaky. And the creature turns around to regard you. What does this creature <laughs> look like? So despite uh, the description, this creature is not necessarily hulking. <laughs> Fuck um, off. <laughs> it is, you know, like more muscular and furry. Uh, but it is, in fact, as it turns around to regard you all, a knoll. With uh, orangey red, kind of like ruddy fur and darker red spots. And around its throat, the end of its paws and its tummy, it's got like a little beige white spot. It's not really wearing a whole lot of anything besides just basic adventures gear with like a backpack around its back, short cloak, and what seems to be some burnt wooden stick attached to its back on the side of the bag. So, Jake, you're telling me you replaced the rat with another larger rat? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, a knoll is like a hyena person. Yeah, they're like more like hyenas. Don't care. You it has a snout. I, I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure there's an option that you could also play a small knoll as one of the heritages. There is. There is. You get like a bonus to deception checks it's for it and everything. Knoll, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's super cute. <clears throat> Well, uh, g- greetings there, friend. Um, I'm as Modrin, and this now is Solis. And, and, and as it turns Ilium. to look at everybody else, <laughs> oh, the, the guards that, that charge that it. That one in the sack is Yosef. Oh, no. The guards charge him and tackle him to the ground, hands behind his back. Ouch. And shackle him. What's what's the hey. meaning of this? Hey, guys, what you mean? You calm down here. What what? Isn't he innocent until proven guilty? I don't know what kind of Mickey Mouse court system you believe in. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I thought this was Atari. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to take him, have him ask him, answer a few questions when he was around the mayor's house. It's, it's really already said he's looking for the mayor. He's they looking for the rich. mayor's daughter. He told you already. We all heard but why? Him. Why is he, he looking for the mayor's daughter? We need to find He said he was to... called here by something. Uh, Nobody asked your opinion, Tummy Mouth. There's a form you can file. <laughs> I just, you I'm just, don't talk to my friend like that. Today's been I'm a just, rough day. I'm okay? just saying you're asking questions that everyone has already heard the answer to. I don't understand why. The... Also, 
If you're so concerned with your girlfriend, you can come with us (laughs) down to the station. Bail him out later. What did he do wrong? Tell me that. No, no, I I think it's a she. He said it was a she. How do you tell? I'm going to lift up its tail. (laughs) Ooh. Woof. As Mordred, you're under arrest for sexual harassment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like these furry freaks in my town. (laughs) (laughs) Just use a dick? Oh, man, have we got good news for you. I like how Tobin had like a really dignified death and like an emotional episode, and we've just been shitting on Yosin this entire time. <laughs> just wow. so we're clear, the name of this episode is going to be Rat Droppings to continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, Jake. I don't I think like you Joseph. are. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't think any of you are that sorry. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Solus finally uh, catches up with everybody else carrying uh, the corpse of Yosef. Uh, Lightest Longsaddle, what, what, what is happening here? What's going on? This thing uh, was spotted outside the mayor's residence. Oh, uh, for what it's worth. Us. Uh, a physical descriptor as well, just because I will forget if I don't say it otherwise. This character is affected by heterochromia. It has a regular brown eye and a bright violet eye. Ooh. We're going to figure out exactly what his purpose is in Otari. Down at the guard post, if everything is about born, he will be released. But I'm going to have my eye on him just like I've had my eye on you three. Four, wherever that damn rat is up to, I'm sure it's no good. As Morton just points to the back. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the blood-soaked back. <laughs> William Esmorgen, maybe this is not our concern right now. Yeah, I think we should we, deal with Yosef first, and then we can deal with this. Yeah, we, we'll we'll come back and speak with this being later. But It's a knoll, I think. It looks like a knoll. It's not very grassy, so it's hard to tell. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Whenever you're done with that beef stromboli... Come say hi to me. What do you do as this knoll is drug away to the guard post? Just toss my body at fucking what's her face up there at the dog flower. <laughs> let her take care of it. I yell, I yell out to the knoll. Do, do, can you do any healing of, by chance? Uh, he turns and looks at you with his multicolored eyes and says, Maybe. Who's asking? I don't think I have anybody else's names. I just mm. told you I am his modern and this is Solis and that's Miriam. And you go okay. the chatter, let's go. Ouch. And he told you that was lightest long saddle. I don't think this knoll here is very well. Yeah, what's I have your, a ten uh, intelligence. <laughs> I just don't hear very well. I'm also We're, being pushed away to another yes. building. We may have to talk later. But we'll be back for him, it's okay. <laughs> bye bye, y'all. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm sure I'll be seeing all of you very soon. <laughs> I'm going to say very, very quietly, bye-bye, Nor. I want to see if he hears oh. me. <clears throat> bye, Esmortrin. 
And, and he very excitedly runs over to Solus and Billium and says, guys, guys, he told me he had a 10 intelligence, but he heard when I said something really soft, which means he has a high perception. So he has a high wisdom score. He's definitely a healer of some sort. I have no idea what you <laughs> mean. That's why this, these things mean nothing to me. It's a mental breakdown from the end of a horrific day. Yeah. <laughs> He's mentally broken. All right. So I guess we go see Brelda. Yes. Yep, gonna go to the Rowdy Rockfish. You make your way up the steps to the Rowdy Rockfish. It's unlocked as normal. As you walk in, you see Brelda behind the bar, busily cleaning, tidying. She's humming a little tune. Is anybody else in the bar? No. You are typically her only patrons because you guys have all the rooms that she's renting. Ten. Minus one. Uh, Brelda. She doesn't know Brelda. that. Oh, yeah. Yes, Solus. I didn't expect to see you so early in the day. I, I trust your day's gone well. You're back so soon. And she's holding a glass and she's wiping it out and puts it down and picks up another glass and going Brelda. through this stack of them. We. Something terrible happened at the Gauntlet. Brelda, I'm so sorry. And I I um take this uh you know blood soaked bag like my cloak and uh, I, I put it on the uh on the bar. And she's turned to put something up on the shelf and she grabs another glass. She's like, What is it that you're talking about? And she stops and sees the cloak and sees a bit of tail sticking out from under it and drops the glass to the ground. It shatters. And we'll see you next week. That's so sad. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. Hustle is going to meet there. We got us. I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Role for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>